the Nate Robinson, Jake Paul fight, right? I saw it. And the only thing I can chalk it up to, Nate didn't have experience versus one guy who's obviously been training longer. I'll fuck Jake Paul up. And I'm saying that right now. That ain't no call. <laughs> I will bust his ass. Calling you out. The fuck, yeah. fuck your YouTube viewers. I'll bust your ass for the free. You come down to the gym, sign the waiver. I'll bust your Jesus. ass. <laughs> I'm blind, bro. Jesus. Jesus. All right. Three, two, one, and we're live. Thank you, ladies and gentlemen, for joining us on another episode of Jesus. Jesus. Your host, George Mora. And, and your, your co-host, co-host, Edwin Trio. What is up, guys? Have a good <laughs> afternoon, guys. What How is up, guys? Yo, Google, Apple, Spotify. Yeah, Google Play. I said that already. Yeah. Yo, welcome back to another episode. Our full video podcast format is on YouTube. If you'd like to check that out, we also got playlists. We got investing play- playlists, growth playlists, playlist. dating playlists, whatever the fuck you want to hear. Go Anything playlists. <laughs> we got that. So search it up. Also, don't forget to leave us a like, like comment, comment and subscribe, subscribe down below. Gonna help us with the algorithm. Gonna help us out with that algorithm. We have an amazing show for you today. All right. A very I, fantastic show. I fucked up. I'm not going to act like I didn't fuck up. Don't worry about it. Don't worry I about it. I fucked up. We had a whole hour conversation with this man and fucking, I didn't, what the fuck? Wrong with I don't this? know. I'll go check that right now. Go check. <laughs> it's, it's, it's okay. Gonna, yeah, gonna, my, whole, my whole set's falling apart. Nah, don't worry about it. Oh, God. All right. Let's just, let's just, I guess let's just tack on to the conversation. Yeah, we're going to act like I didn't just fuck up like the whole fucking set. Yo, we're having a lot of problems right now today. But anyways, yeah, I forgot to hit record, ladies and gentlemen. So, you know, please stay in tune with us. Okay, let's go. All right, Edwin's back. Um, All right, cool. We have a great guest for you today, guys. We have Jerome Michael. He's a former MMA fighter. Well, you know, still an MMA fighter, fought in Bellator, um, has a great career. He's also a bartender as well in the city. So uh, thank you for coming on, bro. Welcome. Welcome. Excuse me for our Welcome. technical yeah. difficulties. Yeah, this might be a little weird because we just had a whole fucking hour long conversation. Yeah. But like, I'm at this point, I'm just considering this the warm up, bro. Because we went through talking about like UFC fighters that you'd fight, and mm-hmm. you know, we met, we brought up Tony Ferguson, mm-hmm. we brought up Justin Gaethje, absolutely. You brought up fighting up Cowboy Cerrone, yeah, which is crazy. And, and hold up, you never, you never really answered my question about Justin Gaethje's leg kicks, bro. Like, does would, that shit scare the shit out of you? No, no. Sensei John kicks hard. Sensei John kicks fucking hard, bro. Our fucking sensei. You know what? Not even Sensei John. I I don't think you were with striking for a bit, but we used to go over to King's Combat, mm-hmm. and he used to send me over there to spar with a few of the fight team guys. And uh, there was a dude. He's kind of reminds me of Romero. Ro- Romero. Yo, Romero. And, yeah, he kind of reminds me like, but he fights like one seventy. This motherfucker like two twenty five muscle. Mm-hmm. And the first day I I, I spar with homie. Like he kicked the shit out of my leg so bad. The lactic acid was horrible. And I was bartending at Buffalo Wild Wings. Yeah. I had taped ice to my legs while I worked my shift. Like after we sparred. We finished like 12 p.m. 2 p.m. Sunday afternoon. Mm-hmm. And it was my shift for football Sunday. And I had like bags of ice taped to my legs. Like, I still gotta get to work. And the Yo, lactic buildup was horrible. That is crazy. That's what I had to do one day when I was fighting in a Taekwondo Taekwondo tournament. I had like three fights. That was my first like tournament ever. And like I had to go right after that. I had to go straight to work. I could barely fucking walk, pick up my legs, like bartend. I'm like, yo, like all I have to do is stand behind this bar and make drinks. I barely need my legs, but walking up and down the stairs, mm-hmm. bringing up like syrups and shit. I'm like, nah, bro. I yeah, can't do that's this when shit. you're fucked. You're like, damn. I can't do this shit, bro. I can't do this I shit. I hate it here. <laughs> I can't do this shit. Be a but fighter, yeah. they said. It'll be fun, they said. But yeah, for anybody who doesn't know, um, dumb mechanic, you know. Um, which is you, <laughs> but I don't fix cars. Yeah, no, you don't fix cars. You just fix faces. I was like, <laughs> <laughs> no, bro. Yeah, you, what's your what's your what's your what's your uh your record again? Uh, 14, 12 and two in the amateurs, three and eight in the pros. A year ago, I was very busy. Uh, mm-hmm. I was out of work, and um, no, not a year ago, like two years ago now. And you have like a high knockout. Kit. Knockout count though, right? Yeah, fourteen knockouts out of like twenty. Fourteen knockouts, fights. bro. I think like three are decisions again. One decision win, and then the rest are like losses. Maybe two or three. Or How about like street fight knockouts? I want to say over twelve. Over twelve street <laughs> fight knockouts. 
God damn, bro. He's fucking busy, bro. Nah, that's why I had to get busy in the cage. I was like, this shit is not bringing no money but headaches and bills. <laughs> that is so crazy, bro. Fucking yo. Like, uh, does, it, is, does it feel weird like to just knock somebody out? Like, No, it's a sense of relief. Really? It, it, like the whole time. I, I mean, anybody that tells you they're calm and they're having fun the whole time is a goddamn liar. Like the worst time. John could tell you all the time. Mm-hmm. Sensei John could tell you all the time. There's been times he's backstage and like, all right, you've done this before. Relax. You're good. And I'm sitting there like this. And he's like, yo, this ain't your first rodeo. And I have to tell myself that a lot too. But I'm like, yeah, I'm just worried about the outcome. Not about me getting knocked out because that I don't fear. I wouldn't throw exchanges with my hands down. But mm-hmm. um, it's more so like I don't want to lose because I can already hear the keyboard warriors. Yeah. But keyboard it, 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 it blows mine like because I shouldn't give a fuck and I don't most of the time. But- that's something that people don't understand. Like, this is something I sacrifice at doing. I work really hard at. This is mm-hmm. something I, I capitalize off of doing. This is something that it compromises my relationship with people because I'm doing. You understand? So when people that never put effort in their life have opinions, it blows yours. Because you're like, the fuck do you know? You ever got up at 5 a.m.? And it's cold as shit in New York in February. And do a four-mile run because you know you have to work by 10 a.m.? Yeah, and you're trying to like cut weight during your work shift days, and you're trying to parent and everything else. So, you know, it it, it kind of gets to me. But at times, like I, I'm never calm before a fight. I have to warm up at least four or five times before it's my time to go on. Mm-hmm. And then there's only a few. I think there was only one moment of serenity and like peace in my mind that I had for a fight, and it was a clusterfuck of a day. So I was already stressed out, and I was like, I think what happened was. The fuck's giving button broke on me. Yeah. So I woke up early. I'm like, yo, hit up Sensei John. Hey, where you guys at? Ernie was going to ride. Give him a ride. Narcos. Mm-hmm. And um, I'm fighting in Atlantic City Ring of Combat. And I'm coming from the downside in the sense of I already got two wins. First yeah. time I've been there, knockout. Second time, three-round war. So I'm like, this is about to be controversial. Now I'm on edge because I'm like, they about to fuck me over since like. Either I'm going to get out-wrestled or it's just going to be some shit. It's not going to go my way. And my mind was so polluted with everything else. Diego, at the time, uh, came down with his pregnant uh, wife, Abigail. Yeah, which is one of the other fighters that we've also had Diego on the show. Are, yeah, he pulled up. And I remember, because I called him, I was like, yo, listen, John can't make it. The blizzard cut him out. He said, what do you mean he can't make it? He said, the blizzard blocked him out. Like, he can't get there. He's like... I said, if I don't have a corner, I don't compete. I did yeah. my my at the time fiance, my kid's mother helped me cut weight in the hotel room. Did the bath, almost didn't make it through the bath. Like I I, I was cutting weight to the very shoreline. Oh um, so I was like, I did all this shit, and when we get down there to check in, I'm like, where's your corner? And I have no corner. And I'm like, you can't compete. So I invested money into coming out to fight because I always manufacture shirts. I mm-hmm. pay for my own promo on the front end so I can make everything on the back end. All of the shit in the long term I did. And I'm factoring all this in. I'm like, John can't make it at 8 a.m. Fight day. After I killed myself making weight the night before. If I knew he wasn't, like, he couldn't make it and I, I didn't, something happened later that day. But if it didn't, I'd have, I don't know, fuck it, I'm going home now. Kill myself. Training. And yeah. trying to cut this weight anywhere. Where he didn't come, the blizzard bad, Diego took a Greyhound, waited three hours, like two hours, because, um, him and Abigail got stuck in a Greyhound. Like, yeah. they were, like, blizzard shut down. Shut oh, down. no, fuck. So, He's like, yo, it's shut down, but I'm not going home yet. They might open up the bus in the next 30 minutes. So, and they open by the grace of God. Unfortunately, Diego got there after the fight. Uh, Somehow, this is, shows you how a fight community works. Like, I've been to so many shows. It's not my first rodeo, like John likes to say. Mm-hmm. One of the coaches that knows me from other, Terry, that's why I train out in Brooklyn MMA. He got the corner of me and Christian DeFerris. They saw me, and I know his fighter, Taj. They call him Black Spartan. So I'm like, he's like, I'm like, yo, Taj, ask your coach Demon's corner. Yeah. He's like, where's your coach? I'm like, Blizzard held him up. Do you know anybody that can wrap hands? He's like, so being on these shows so many times, I read, yo, I wrap your hands. So somebody wrapped my hands, those two guys cornered, Terry and DeFerris. Yeah, that's so good. And it was the quickest night of my career. Ever. 53 seconds, first round. And oh. It's because I was so overwhelmed. It's like my ticket sales weren't great. If you ever fought for Ring of Combat, you'll know that you're how you're getting paid is ticket sales. It's, it's through ticket sales, right? You yeah. get 40% commission. So if I sell a $100 ticket, 40% of that month. I sold three tickets. Nobody came out. 
the blizzard. Everybody used the blizzard as an excuse. And the blizzard didn't happen until the day of the fight. So I didn't have great sales. Yeah. I made like a hundred, two hundred dollars or something. And um, it was just like, I'm not getting paid really. I'm missing work this weekend from bartending. My kid's mother is here with me with the baby. Baby's like three months old. Yeah, and then your corner's old. not here. Corner's not here. Like I was just like, Everything fuck is this, fucking bro. Falling fuck apart. everything. Why do I keep doing this? And then when they close the cage door, it's the same yeah. way it's about to click downstairs. And you're going to hear it. The click. I was just like, fuck it. <laughs> He's in the way. You might as well take it out on him. And I just didn't care. Like, I just, and I didn't barrel forward. I looked to pick my shots. I got tagged with some shit. And I was like, this is not, this is the hardest you hit. Like, mind you, before that, right before the cage door clicked, leading up until the fight, walking to the arena, I'm putting on my suit and putting on my clothes and. I'm always dressed up and dapper, and people are like, who the fuck is this guy? Like, who do you think he is? I'm showing up for the job. I want not the job I have. Yeah. And um, I'm standing out. Like, I could come in a Nike suit. I own sweat shit, but I'm like, Nike don't, they don't sponsor me. They don't cut no checks. Adidas don't cut a check. So I'm coming in dapper, and um, I was on the elevator with my opponent. He was, he speaks Portuguese. He's Brazilian, and um, they were mocking. It's not the first time I've been in an elevator with the same guy. I got to fight 20 minutes later. Really? Yeah. That's like, there's been a few times I've been on the elevator, and they be like, <laughs> and I'm like, when I get my hands on you, we're going to see if you got the same laugh, bro. Yeah. And that fueled me. And then right before they closed the cage door, somebody from his support group was like, knock him the fuck out. I was like, I got nothing to lose. There's nobody that came to see me. Yeah. My kid's mother's here. Uh, Mike, you know, Mike, uh, Big Mike from the gym. The Shotokan, he, he coaches sometimes. The Big Mike? What do you mean? Spanish Mike. Mike Nieves. Oh, yeah, I know, you know, I know you're talking about. He yeah, came talking out about. and brought his girlfriend out. So, like, him, like, it was literally, like, three people supporting me. Four people. Diego made it with Abigail, but when Diego came, fight was already over. So, the yeah. cage door click was like, fuck that guy. Fuck him up. I was like, you should have been quiet. I'm already having a bad day, bro. Yeah. And it was, like, blank. Like, nothing. I just, look, look, look for a shot. Left hook, right hook. Boom, boom, boom. I was like, I'm sick of you. Sick, like it was like it was like when your parent beats you because she's sick of telling you to do the dishes, yeah. and he's like, "I'm sick of your shit." And then like I kept unloading. It was like it's over. I I think that was the loudest roar I've ever let out out of cage. Like I yelled, I howled. I was like, I'm sick of everybody. I want to get the fuck out of Atlantic City. Yeah, I hate this promotion. Like I was just over it. But the fight was the quickest fight of my career, and I think that was the only time I was ever at seconds, peace. No huh? nerve, no nothing, no. Sitting there, hands like this, and I'm just like, they're like, what are you nervous about? This is not your first time, because this is we both signed waivers that say you may be brain dead, you may die, you you know you're gonna make about this much amount of money, you're insured for this much, so your kids might be good after. Like, this is the reality. This is the reality. Fuck, that's crazy. While you go boo and ooh and ah, I'm in there like, pace your breathing, mm-hmm. your heart's accelerating, your adrenaline's up, relax, and then you about to you about to blow your own gas tank. And, and like you said, like there's only like two percent of people that really want to do this in the world, and like you're one of the men. You're one of them, and you're over here. You're like, you're you're like, you're basically. I mean, you, like you said, you were in the hotel, practically. You know, cutting weight. That's like it's like almost like a life and death thing. There are fighters who've like literally almost died. You you said you you've almost been like in in that I've realm. Definitely seen uh, that tongue a few times. Yeah, which is like yo fuck like. And like, what I guess my question would be like, what's so what makes you really want to do it like that, like so much, or like you you're putting so much at risk? I look at the perspectives of this game. You know, I mean, look at if you look at the history of Tyson, he just fought this weekend. Where would you was think of at, that? I liked it. I, Tyson looked clean. Tyson looked amazing. He looked clean. I was like, God damn, how old is he? This, guy after 10 years. this is the guy. Fifteen. All fifteen. This is the years. guy that if you break in, you see how niggas just randomly keep breaking into John Jones' house, but nothing really happens. Yeah, you don't want to break into this motherfucker's house because he still look clean. Like I was like, Tyson might really vegetable somebody if you random and try him That's in a street. Crazy. Don't think like, oh, he's an old past gone fighter. Like he looked clean. Like crazy. I mean, you could see the speed wasn't there as much, but he still moved with fast twitch muscles. Mm-hmm. Like I was like. Nah, that's muscle memory. That's that's muscle memory. That's animal instinct uh, in itself. And he looked good. I was happy. I was like, I like to see it. People like, oh, it was a bullshit. So I'm like, people. What people want is they want the they they like the violence of the fighting sport. They don't like the art. And I'm like, you don't see the footwork at this man's age. You don't Mm -hmm. see the head movement. 
you don't see Roy still trying to slip and jab like he's still 28. Like yeah. you don't see the art in motion. Like people just want to see the knockout and the crowd roar. They want to see the blood and ooh ah. They, but yet mm-hmm. everybody wants to. You know, oh, but, be- and you seen you seen the Nate Robinson Jake Paul fight, right? I saw it, and the only thing I can chalk it up to Nate didn't have experience versus one guy who's obviously been training longer. I'll fuck Jake Paul up, and I'm saying that right now. There ain't no call. <laughs> I will bust his ass. Calling you out. The fuck, yeah. fuck your YouTube viewers. I'll bust your ass for the free. You come down to the gym, sign the waiver. I'll bust your yeah. ass. I'm not. I'm not Nate, and that's no shot at Nate. Nate play ball. You don't play fighting. Ask the kids class. I yell in front of their parents. You can't fucking play fighting. You could get hurt doing this. Hurt, I suggest exactly. you listen. This is not a game. And what do you think about uh, Jake Paul trying to call out? Um, he knows what he's doing. Conor he thinks his mouth is going to get him that paycheck. Conor's not going to holler at him. Your YouTube money don't match what UFC or even Mayweather gave Conor. Mm-hmm. Even if Tyson's willing to put that up, or or the promotion's willing to generate that cost up, Conor's not going to take that pay unless that pay cut goes seventy percent his way, like Mayweather. Mm-hmm. And the question is, well, are you willing to take that pay cut to get your ass bust, and you know it's indefinite because you yeah. talking. But it's almost like I heard you guys talking about you played poker earlier. There's a difference between faking the funk when you think you got a decent hand. Yeah. And when you just, you really know like your bluff game got to be solid. Like he's bluffing with a shitty hand and he's showing it. And he's like, showing it, yeah. You're like, y'all call out Connor next. Like you beat Nate Robinson. Take it easy. If you would have told me you beat Pacquiao, I'd be like, you can call out can a call legit him. boxer. There you go. You, I just beat Marquez. You might you might be able to stand with Connor. Mm-hmm. You beat Nate Robinson. He picked his career is basketball. Different muscle memory. It's different. It's different sport athleticism. Yeah, he may be able to jump through the gym, but it's not like he's able to throw flying knees. Yeah, the muscles don't work the same. It's not like oh well, he might be able to wrestle because he did football for a certain amount of years. Like uh, what's his name? The big dude everybody hates in the UFC because he was DV case, domestic violence case. You know what I'm talking about? I know, you, I know what you're talking about. I know you're talking and about. And the reason he can take yeah. down and he raw power because football is raw power, power explosiveness. Yeah. Doesn't work the same in basketball. A lot of it is finesse, mm-hmm. and then the raw power is usually off your first step, that explosive twitch muscle. Mm-hmm. First step, the dunking, that jumping. You don't jump in boxing. Boxing, yeah. It's a lot of sliding, shifting, agility. That's why I'm like, you you talking big shit, but you, your ass is signing to check your mouth can't cash at all. But like you you talking, I'll That's fuck crazy. him up. And I saw it. I was like, you, no offense. And it's not to keep shit because everybody is talking. I was like, but Nate had the balls to get in there and do it, whether he won or lost. Yeah, yeah. He, he, like, that's something like, yeah, the memes are comical, the first few of them. Mm-hmm. And even seeing some really fucked up edits that would make me, like, turn off my computer. <laughs> like, if, <laughs> oh my I, God, if I, there, there, was, I was like, there were a lot, bro. Like, there he was, was in so space many. at one point that he woke up in his living room. And I was like, y'all motherfuckers is foul but the people that put this together are people that will never step in the gym and do the training for it Nate's training look phenomenal I will say that because I have friends that are not fighters and they'll ask me like even people that gamble on the fights and they go to bookies and they're like yo who do you think I'm like don't ask me you know why because you're gonna be mad especially MMA when they ask me MMA it's like don't ask me MMA it's too much coin toss it doesn't matter (laughs) Connor could be having a bad night or he he get caught in a freak heel hook or something like like you don't ask me. Mm-hmm. I said the only time I know a certain when I know a certain athletes that dominate like if Khabib, it was a Khabib, Khabib or if it's Jones or Jones like I call I, I shout out the Buffalo Wild Wings for backing my gambling and fighting. So UFC <laughs> fight nights I used to hit the draw and not hit the draw like actually touch it like I would take my tips out early yeah because I already knew they would have to take them out and calculate them for me and we knew like all right fights is on people are like. One guy came in, he's like, yo, listen, um, he talked to my coworker, Jade, at the time. We big fight fans. He's like, yo, Jones or Cormier? The guy's like, I got DC. I'm like, I'll take that fucking bet, bro. I'm in the drawer taking the bread out. Like, how much? He said, yo, 300. I said, yo, put your money away. We're going to use the drawer to back. It's our tips. (laughs) Boom, 300 to 300. And then we split down and broke down. And his girlfriend's like, baby, no. I'm like... You should have listened to her, baby. Yeah. And Jones mauled DC mauled that night. Mauled DC, bro. So I'm like, bro. And then the the Holly Holmes fight versus Rousey. I called. I said, Rousey has been successful because of her judo. Holly is a boxer. So now it's bull and so matador. Like, yeah. For judo to work, you have to get inside. How many punches are you willing to take coming forward to get inside? Ronda hasn't been hit really. Like that, yeah. I think... Even Kat Zangano, who's supposed to have the best chance in beating her, didn't do it. They avoided her from Cyborg because they know Cyborg's pretty much TRT. Like, they, you know what I'm saying? Like, she's been coddled her career. She fought some names. Like, don't take away from Misha Tate and the good fighters, but she knew how to shut their shit down with her judo. 
Because mm-hmm. the thing with judo is it's one, two. A, a throw, you hit the mat, the wind's knocked out of you. After that, if you keep the arm, mm-hmm. it's a quick arm bar. Or if you keep a ligament, it's a quick submission. Mm-hmm. That's how she won. I was, I was like, Holly's going to keep it outside. She's going to pick her apart and knock her the fuck out. And I was like, no, no. I was like, you got 200 on that? I was so. I, <laughs> I, I love because I, I do the same thing, bro. I'll do the same thing with fucking. With Khabib versus Conor McGregor, I was like, "Yo, you like you got two hundred on that?" Uh, like, I took the upside bet. I took the down, the, the underdog. You took I the took Conor, Conor because, because I was like, "I am a fighter that believes in puncher's chance." I said he has a long reach. I said if he can keep Khabib outside. See, the problem with Conor is, I think nobody's ever been able to do it. And like even with the Justin Gaethje fight just recently, bro, there was one of the one one double like takedown that he made that I was like, who the fuck could possibly make this double deck takedown? Like, he really, like... He, he shot from a distance. He, he shot from so far. And because like, the God. issue is this, Khabib hasn't... And, and this is real. Like, people that don't want to believe in energy and aura, it's real. When you have fights like that, the psychological aspect of it, the aura of the other fighter can affect you if you don't get in your own God mind, your God mm-hmm. mode mindset. You know what I mean? Like, God mode mindset to me is like, no matter what you can do, I can't allow you to... Nobody could, Conley said, nobody can hurt me without my permission. Mm-hmm. I agreed to sign up to this. So nobody can hurt me without my permission. Your jabs, your punches, whatever you throw at me will not hurt me without my permission. I allowed for this to happen. But if I allow for this to happen, what do you think I'm coming forward with? And everybody forgets. I don't care what nobody says. If you see their fighting, you see their fights leading up to Khabib, that shit gets vacated immediately because that aura, I'm fighting the undefeated guy. I'm going to be the first one to get fuck giving him the first loss. Win the fight mm-hmm. by any means. If you got a, and I'm not encouraging dirty shit, but if you got a cup shot just to get your win because he's been hugging the fuck out of you. Yeah. So they're like, oh, watch out. What's that? It's like, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. You got to fake it like the eye poke. You got to strategically beat Khabib and not with his own tactics. You can't out wrestle him. You're not going to be able to do more work than him. So therefore you have to, you just got to worry about your own aura, unfortunately. And a lot of guys fuck up. Like they worry too much. I'm in there with Khabib and Connor did it. Tagged him, and then afterwards, Khabib shot. He knows he shoots so much. He changed his striking game to worry about the shot. Where it's like he didn't see that big overhand coming. I'm like, mm-hmm. that's like that's that's and that's not shit on Connor because he did a lot as did, far as his, his I think, career. I think Connor did a lot, yeah. but that's basic wrestling. Like you understand where they shoot so much, they get you worried about the shot where your hands come down. Overhand is coming. And then the overhand is coming. I was like, you should have knew that. And and then after that, he's on your ass against the cage again. Instead of angling, angling, angling. Well, I, I think I feel like once he felt Khabib's um, pressure with the with the grappling, once he saw that overhand, he was like, "Oh fuck!" Like I'm, like I'm now I'm really worried. Like you know, this is like round two when when he got hit with the overhand, mm-hmm. right? I think yeah. it was like, "Yo, like now I'm I'm really gonna stress the wrestling." Like fuck, like I'm gonna drop the hands. Like he he knew that was a rookie mistake, but he's like, "I got to give it to him." Like he just outthought me at that moment. But also, like, just going real quick back to the whole, like, fighter's, fighter's chance, um, a puncher's chance. Mm-hmm. Like, I completely agree with that. And that's why I took a, uh, the bet against um, Floyd Mayweather versus Conor McGregor. I, 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 I knew that shit was going to I, I, I wanted I knew, the Conor yeah, exactly. because of the money. <laughs> I knew deep down that everybody was right, that the whole, that, that there's no way, like, Conor McGregor could just come into a boxing match and not be able to, like... Uh, like be able to really knock out Conor, uh, Floyd Mayweather, uh, but I was like, but I was like, yo, like that left hand, like if he connects, I'm like, you know, Floyd, he is aging, you know, maybe, maybe, I'm like, maybe, nah, it was, if you, know? you look at the paper matchup, and his confidence, it made sense, it made sense, like, cause you know what I did was I did the same thing you did. I said, uh, when he went against what's his name, Sugar Shane Moley, Sugar Shane's older. I said, first of all, uh, and. Mayweather fans about to have a heart attack. I don't give a fuck. Mayweather, whoever want to reach out, reach out. My opinion is my opinion. Floyd boxing in itself for the last decade or so before the raw talent of the heavyweights division, which carried boxing for so long, the middleweights mm-hmm. like B-hopping them. Like, that shit has passed. And there's guys now. There's Javante, there's Spencer, there's guys now. Mm-hmm. But a lot of the managers are cherry picking. Mayweather, I felt like a lot of his career, like... Zab Judah lit him the fuck up. But after Zab, it was like a lot of guys like on their way out. Like he fought De La Hoya on yeah, the way down. On the way down. He fought he fought guys that Pacquiao on the way down. The way, five years way after. Down. Five bro. years after, bro. You fought Marquez after we yeah. found out about the steroids already. Like you you, yeah. you you're fighting people on the and the thing was The thing is he uh, he son he really did son them though, bro. Like even Canelo Alvarez and, Can- and Canelo. But, was but amazing. hold on now. This is where my other aspect people are like, well, he fought young guys, Ortiz, Alvarez. 
extremely young with no fucking fight yeah, experience or say. extremely old with experience where you can't go to deep waters. It's the middle ground for Mayweather is the bankroll. His marketing is undefeated. So if I pick the guy that everybody said was a killer and, and I make him look like nothing, I pick the new guy who's a killer and I make him look like nothing. nothing. But then, you know, they, they grow into becoming the best fighters like Ken Alvarez, but he wasn't that when he fought. Look what like, happened to Ortiz. Didn't recover. Oh, Mentally. Damn, I know. He, he just fucks you up. Look at Maidana. Got too much money, didn't recover. So, it, and the issue is, it really is a mindset and exactly. spectrum when you look at it. It's fucked up, but um, I, I was hoping for Conor to win. And I, I thought he would have tapped him once. I was hoping, yo, Conor, like, one, like, the whole press conference, the promotion, the shit talking, it felt very like, I guess, like WWE. You know what I know is going to go bad when he started doing the hammer fist. Said I was like, oh, this nigga here is clinching and throwing hammer fists. Yeah, he I said, fuck, it's over. He don't know what he doing. He doing uh, yeah, I'm like, he's he's trying everything to compete. I mean, he's playing dirty to the highest level because like he's in a, in a boxing match with the high with with the best, arguably the best ever. Yeah, but right? it wasn't like dirty boxing to get the other guy uncomfortable. It was just like he evaded anything. He drilled as far as boxing. And said shit. What helped for me in MMA? And it's hard to people don't understand that. People say, Well, I don't shit on boxers and I don't shit I, I don't understand why they shit towards MMA. Like, especially Con Floyd's like, that's not a real fight. And I'm like, technically if you're in the street and you're out boxing me, I'm gonna body slam the you're fuck gonna, out of you. Gonna like, what are you talking up. about, bro? Like, fucked, fucked up. Like that's a real fighting. That's the purest form of fighting in MMA. Mm -hmm. Mixed martial arts. Everything's in it. And um they 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 always look at it like, oh, that's not real fighting. That's not they can't go into deep waters. You're right, because we're not sparring for twelve rounds at two minutes around. You guys are point sparring to a degree. I'm not saying the punches don't hurt and there's no power. Look yeah. at Tyson. Look at the, but you got to look at why boxing matches last longer than an MMA fight. Look at the demographics, the padding on the glove, 12 ounces with your galls on the behind it, four ounce gloves with galls behind it. And then my favorite part is when the, the guy that wraps your hands says, how much padding do you want? I'm like, well, this is the hammer. So uh, let's just get like about a, the league regulation inch on it. Yeah. This one, you can pad a little less. Because I need them to feel the sting of the jab, and they'll make Ooh. sure they they tap my take my hands how I prefer. Wow, you know? I never I never knew that part about nah. The fucking, there's a there's a I, measurement. You have to have a certain level and inch and thickness of your padding, but that's crazy. You don't have to use all that tape either. That's what I'm saying. Like, and you, you use it to your advantage, though. I use it to my advantage. I know I hit hard. I don't want to give you more padding. These gloves are only four ounces. I want you to feel everything behind the leather while we're training and warming up before the fight. John is either breaking in my gloves or I'm breaking them in with pads as much as possible so the foam is a little less dense. Less dense. I don't want you to get a cushioning aspect, but I don't want to have to spar for 12 rounds. I want to get you out of here. That's crazy. I didn't, damn, I never thought of that, bro. That's Tyson used so to insane. do it with boxing gloves. He said it. I'm breaking up the leather on my way breaking to the ring on purpose. Jesus. He's, ah, that dude, the way he punches is insane, bro. I he shouldn't break up the leather. Age. That should be assault with a deadly weapon. Because, yo, I, I, the thing is, I've seen, like, I saw him, like, you know, like six months ago. Just look at Mike Tyson six months ago, bro. Like, he was a completely, I felt like a different person. I would always look at him, like, yo, like, I'm training and I'm like, yo, like, one of the greatest fighters ever, like, that, like, goes so hard in training. Just looks so out of shape. I'm like, yo, I like, like it made it made me think like, yo, what if I were like, what if I were that age? Like, what, am I gonna really fall off in that way? And yes. even at that age, he was still able to pick it up. And like, look at him now, bro. Like, he looks phenomenal. He looks amazing. He's in great shape. Like anybody can pick it up from like anywhere, bro. And like, but for him, it's that discipline and muscle memory. I think it's because he's a fighter. Yeah. The thing is this, and it's not saying muscle memory. I this is what I I have a theory. The training memory. No, I have a theory on that. So there's martial artists and boxers are martial artists, whether they want to admit it or not. Wrestlers are martial artists, whether they want to. So, um, for example, like, look at Ben Askren, right? Ben Askren? Ben yeah, Olympic wrestling, mm -hmm. and Olympic, I think, at one point. No? Yeah, Olympic wrestling. So, Olympics, so he yeah. did so many levels of wrestling. Getting older, age, power decreases because your testosterone is going down compared to young motherfuckers whose nuts are still tight up like mm -hmm. it's, it's, it is what it is like the adrenaline it's, it's just science to it as you learn but there is a borderline where you hit your 30s and you're in your peak shape as a male you're like a full grown male yeah, lion yeah. like you know, right now would you say you're in, you're in your yeah, prime yeah in you're, a sense of like primes? my testosterone is still good I'm still strong I can still move I'm still fast after 33, 34, we're going to see the decline. decline yeah. and then now I got to rely on my power versus a young kid who doesn't have man strength Mm -hmm. but they're going to have their adrenaline, they're going to have their agility, they're going to have their endurance, blah, blah, blah. 
Now, what I mean by martial artist and fighter, I classify myself as a fighter. I'm not a martial artist. I'm a bartender. I drink. I smoke every now and then. If I'm in vacation mode, I'm going to have a cigar or two. Yeah. I'm going to drink whiskey. I drink like an old rich white man. Like I I drink old fashions or I sip cognac. And it could be a hundred degree day on the beach. And people are like, you fucking seriously? Yeah. The most I'll get festive is a mojito if it's a thousand degrees. So, and that's because that's the Hispanic side of me. Like, that's what we do. That, mm-hmm. that my whole household, mojito, oye, like, coquito is, we just finished the last mm-hmm. few bottles this season. So it's like, I'm used to it. That's what we do. What's your, what's your, what's your day look like? Like, um, like training, eating, like diet, all this stuff. It depends. If I'm in a camp uh, and I'm, my, I'm conscious of my macros. I fast sometimes because I know my body type. Like for I like said, 12 hours or like 15 hours? Or? I've trained without eating until dinner. Um, and dinner could be like 9 o'clock for me because how my day is. Like, yeah. I get up, I'm doing this side hustle, I'm working, and then I'm running to the gym and maybe I have a coffee mm-hmm. and like something like a bag of a mixed trail mix or something like that. And then I'm going back to maybe a salad. Like I, I really am nasty with my nutrition in the sense of, I have to make my body work harder because it was like, oh, you feel it. And I'm learning more and more diets. I'm self-taught. Like I learned how to scale and food cut my own stuff. Yeah. Higher nutritionist for what? Give you 20% of what? Yeah. When you can just kind of look it up. And I can learn yourself. myself and mm-hmm. I've done that. And I started researching and cross-referencing diets. So now I follow kind of GSP's weight cut structure where I have fats and proteins. Mm-hmm. It's just horrible without seasoning. You can put herbs and flavor, mm-hmm. but it's just something about... I hate to say it, but sodium. Sodium? Sodium just makes everything else pop. Like, it doesn't matter. It so, does. It does. So, but also, like, um, spices. Prince of spices. I use a lot of spices. Cayenne. I use thyme. I use fresh. I had a whole garden in the backyard in the beginning of the pandemic. Because wow. I use fresh herbs. Basil, et cetera. I cook. I cook. I bartend. Like, I, I'm my hands. I realized, like, like something woke me up. Like, yo, God gives you hands for a reason. Mm-hmm. I bartend. I fight. I cook. I was doing carpentry at one point and steel work. And I was like, I don't want to do shit. It's not what I want to do. Everybody's on pain pills and they're smoking marbles. That tells you how good that career is. That career is, yeah. And it's nothing against those guys. Absolutely. Get an honest dollar for your family. But I was like, mm-hmm. this is not for me. Mm-hmm. Um, so my diet is pretty hasty. I'm running always around. I'm like going to pick up my son before daycare sometimes or his mother's stuck behind a desk. She's a nurse. So it's like I, I eat where I can, but I train. I've trained off of just caffeine before. And just locked in. And when I say caffeine, I don't mean Dunkin' Donuts. Dunkin' Donuts is close, yeah, maybe. But Bustelo's in the kitchen. Like two, three espressos, and I'm like, let's go in a gallon of water. Oh God, bro! I don't know. I love. Yeah, I mean, there is some, there is something about like fasting that just kind of releases this energy. I feel like there's a certain time. Mm. Nah, it releases that. For me, it's like an anger. Yeah, because I like to eat. So then, but doesn't like when you're like angry and then like training and like you don't feel like draining. Anger is a very draining. So you're pissed off. You're like, I really don't want to do this. I'm moody, but. That's why I said fighters versus martial artists. Like martial artists may, for example, may have stretched every day daily. You may mm-hmm. run every day daily. You may practice and do your katas every day daily. Push-ups when nobody's watching. When nobody's watching, I'm going to do the work. I don't yeah. need people to watch me do the work, but I need work to do. That's what I'm saying, the difference between fighters like me. That's why I think Tyson came back so well revamped because without him fighting, he felt no purpose. Picked up the fight as a challenge himself. And he trained like he was 20 years ago. Every time I see a update, John can message me, Terry can message you, Bellator in three weeks, you think you, you, I think they might need a 155er. Can you make the weight? Say no more. Contract sent over to me, whatever league it is, Maverick, if it's Ring of Combat, I get a target date. I aim to hit it. Yeah. I've tried to be professional in all of my fights. I think I only never made weight once or twice. And when I say once or twice, once I almost died trying to make the weight, so I just did. I couldn't show up. And it was like, yo, he did it. He ran from me. I'm like, I didn't run, motherfucker. I almost died. I was in the hospital. Yeah, oh my god. Um, the second time was I had to call the promoter and tell John, yo, listen, I've never done this. The weight cut is like it's not letting off this one pound. Mm-hmm. I I, I had like two point four pounds to go, and at this point I was all veins, dehydrated, stomach all the way in, abs on like three thousand, like no <laughs> face sucked in. And I'm like, I can't do anymore. I did the bath. He's like, can you try? I'm doing jump rope in the hallway for 40 minutes. And he's like, and this is mind you, off of a fasted diet because I was nutritionally incorrect because I realized the results I was getting when I was younger is when I ate less and trained harder. So 
I didn't. I um. I called the promoter. And he was like, "Let me call that team and see if they're willing to take a two pound weight thing." And I was like, they, "So they like they already cut weight. They already did it. Like, uh, we'll do catch weight, one sixty, and I made it down. I pushed myself extra hard. When I got to the scales, I could barely stand. But the only reason I didn't do display that because then you got the commission come over like this guy's not fighting. This guy's not funny. Yeah, he looks. I was like, like I didn't do this shit for so nothing. Yeah, you had to really put on a show. Yeah, you always have to. A lot of guys have to, especially them. Everybody does a smile and then looking. What now, do you think about like the whole trash talking in like mixed martial arts? Like, I'm okay with it if it's. The do you, do you ever feel like serious. you need to do it or like bring it up or like hype it up or like you have to? They make you do it if you want the clout. You want the, the 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 marketing. Sometimes you have to, but I don't do it on a script like WWE guys. Like they, I need something from it yeah. for me to you, actually get. Do you into look it. like for like little things and like your opponent, like something they might say, or like some comment or some shit, and then you just jump yes. in. When they say it, that's the only time I'll talk. Other than that, I'm usually what's up, buddy. I'll shake your hand and everything, and yeah, bow out to you, do the face off picture. See you tomorrow night. After the fight, I'm like, yo, you want a drink? I'm walking around a casino and it's never failed in Atlantic City. I'm pouring fucking $300 bottle of Remy XO in people's mouth and Don Julio's coming down from my hotel room. Like, I always buy two things. New suit every fight or a new outfit mm -hmm. and expensive alcohol. Because I already know what I'm about to face and usually there's some weed on deck somewhere. Because <laughs> I, like, I already know I'm about to be sore something. Yeah. So that's my preference. And... um. I'm walking around pouring out alcohol in people's mouths and shit. And they're like, yo, did he just lose? I'm like, but I walked out. See, the difference is my opponent usually like, this is a funny and a true story. And it's no gossip. It's no backbiting. I fought the Cruz. The uh, Cruz is out of Brooklyn MMA. I train over there with them. Yeah. I fought him in Ring of Combat. And the Cruz killed me. When I say Khabib wrestling, he Khabib the fuck out of me. I wanted to change and exchange with him, and he wouldn't. He just wouldn't give me that satisfaction, and he neutralized. He did what he was supposed to, and um, that's why I'm over there. I'm not that's in that aspect. I'm martial arts wise. Like, you beat me. I need to learn what I did wrong and correct it. When I fought the guy Anthony Giacchina and Bellator, Anthony won in the third round off of his his grit because I was ragging his. Um, this is we're boys. I was I was teeing off on him. Yeah. I was scoring. I was teeing off. But the takedowns and getting up and fighting and the weight cuts, everything is no excuse. His jujitsu was just better than mine. And he was like, oh, you lost her rear naked. At this point, a fucking finger hold when you're dead tired after five minutes of fighting will we'll, we'll, we'll fuck you up. Will fuck you up. So he, he, he got it. And I, you know what? I trained with Anthony and got ready for a lot of other guys with Anthony. So I'm never like closed mind, like, I don't want to talk to that guy. I'm mm -hmm. business. It's business. I don't take it personal. We're yeah. here for a check. We're here because. One of us needs to be the next big thing or we want to provide for our family, something. So I never, but the shit talking only comes when I hear something I don't like. Like, you know, like yeah. The, I just got canceled. On, we were supposed to fight a few weeks ago and um, it got canceled because of COVID in Pennsylvania. And um, the guy was like, yeah, I heard you. I think he has good skill. He has a game, but I'm just a better fighter. I'm like, you heard I have good skill and I have a good game, but I'm a fighter. Like, are you baiting me to trash talk? Yeah. Because it, I don't know if you're kissing my ass or you're, you know, you're, you're being respectful or I don't know what's going on. Like, but it doesn't feel mm -hmm. genuine. You know what I mean? Like, if I'm going to say something with no filter, I'm going to say what the fuck I want. Like, I'm yeah, like, yeah. you know, I'll say like, yeah, he been hit. He ain't been hit by me. And I mean that shit. Like, yeah. I don't think 90% of guys in 155 do not hit as big as me. I've been hit. I and, think, and, nah, and I haven't I been hit moved. hard as fuck, bro. And I was like, I was like, the thing is, you've been hit, but you've been pitter pat. I don't have a feeling out process. I'm looking to connect and go the fuck home early. Mm -hmm. The difference is, have you been hit this hard? And the guys like, yeah, no, you know, my wrestling superb. You have to get in. I yeah. have a long reach. I know how to use it. And if you do the wrong thing, I'm going to capitalize. And that's the only time I'll draw out the shit talkers. When I hear something I don't like. I mean, I had one guy who was like, he's a bitch, he's a pussy. He did a whole interview in the amateurs and I ragged all them. And I was uh -huh. like, yeah, what's all the talking shit for? I thought this was just business. And I had to learn. You got to talk shit to sell the fights. So mm -hmm. I don't like the WWE aspect. You got to sell it for entertainment. I feel like if it's genuine, like if you really don't like a motherfucker, like if I fought, and this is not race, but they always, I always end up getting paired against white boys or it's just how I go. Yeah. Um, if one of them was like, fuck that Black Lives Matter shit, all lives matter. I was like, he got to be trolled. He has to be trolled. Yeah. 
But like Kobe I'm Covington. gonna put this hands like, on you, motherfucker. You yeah. about to feel 400 years of a slave on your ass. <laughs> you about to feel all type of Wakanda and T'Challa ass whoopings because <laughs> you brought it out of me. I didn't come this route. I was no. like, you wouldn't make it on my side of the Bronx if you had to. You have privileged mommy money. You get to train 24 seven because your parents will allow you to live with them rent free without contributing a fucking thing for the rest of your life because they're well off. Mm-hmm. Meanwhile, in our community, you help mommy as soon as you old enough. You're going to help her rent. You're going to help distribute on the cable. You're going to help work. You're going to help support the household. Yeah. That is a realistic thing in most black and Hispanic communities. And people don't understand it. I was like, if I could be in a gym all day, how much better do you think I would get? Yeah. I'd be 10 times better. And I still, after a long day of working, I used to have the keys to the first strike facility. Uh, uh, not the first, but like one of the older ones, like on Metropolitan. I used to come in at 4 a.m. Right yeah, after my bar I, shift and about, be like, on the back. Anybody, yo, you serious? I'm like, yo, I gotta get it. Like, I know he's training. There's no excuses. And I get home and sleep. And at the time, like I said, my my kid's mother was my fiance, and um, the baby was just born. I'm making the bottles at 3:30 a.m. because I know he's scheduled to wake the hell up at by six. Somehow he just wakes up by five or six. So I'm like, bottles are made. I leave one on a room warmer, and I go for a run at 4 a.m. 5 a.m. Knowing I got off at work at 3.30 a.m. I was like, mm-hmm. I have to push because you're not going to feel empathy for me. My situations are my own doing. I make a bet I'm landing. I chose to have children. Yeah. That's cool. My kids are my motivation. That's that's fucking crazy, bro. I mean, I mean, that's really good, too, that like you're able to like balance like everything, your your, your work life, your, um, I try. you it, know, it, of being a father and all this shit, bro. That shit is like fucking hard, bro. I don't know. Like. I have a fucking dog, bro, and I feel like just waking up, taking her out, taking <laughs> shit, and then feeding her, bro, is like a lot. And that's just like five minutes, bro. I couldn't imagine like an actual fucking like child, like fuck, like I'd do that. And then for me, also like you know, me just my life doing this editing, doing the podcast and everything, you and then going that. to go train, and then fucking you know like oh, it's a it's a lot, but like you definitely put a lot more fucking work in. God, um, and I see that from a lot of like fighters too. It's like it's not just fighting in a cage. You're fighting your life, bro. Like you're fighting everything around you. You're fighting, you know, work. You're fighting trying to, you know, pay bills, trying to raise kids, you know, like so in so many different aspects. We've had Diego on. Diego's a father too. We've had Orlando on. I call him Diego. It's going to sound like favoritism. Diego's like my little brother, but he's my mirror image in me. The way Mm -hmm. I see him, I see a lot of me and you. Diego has his first kid. He's fighting. He's a multiple champion in the images. I was a four, yeah, four time MMA champion. And um, Diego went from boxing, kickboxing to, you know, like, you know, yeah. so he has titles, he has his kid, he bartends, I bartend, you know, the work ethic is always there when we have something big coming and we don't jump from challenges. Like John Black, eight, three weeks, Thailand, Diego, Diego Black, oos. Oos, yeah. That's it. That's it. And, and John Black, Bellator in January. And it could be like December 29th. I'm like, mm-hmm. January what? He's like January 5th. Like how many weight? How much weight? One fifty five. I cut seventeen pounds one week. I like I don't play. The check helps out the immediate needs for my family, mm-hmm. but the further I can get in my career helps out my long term goals and longevity of this whole like you said this life fight struggle. Yeah, like getting up, doing a nine to five, whether you like it or not, you you doing something you don't want to do. I want to wake up, be my own boss. I want to open up my own gym doors. I want to open up my own sports bar doors, and people in there drinking and having fun because. I only want to offer real and authentic. I only want to offer that raw shit. I only want you to enjoy and experience that you're going to find from somebody who had to get it out the mud. So when you say you get a podcast and you're training, you can only imagine, it doesn't matter what level because even the dog is a form of responsibility. Your household amongst your own roof, your head, you know, roof over your own head is a responsibility. And you get up and you do it. And hustle is one thing I respect out of anything. I don't care if you're a shitty fighter. If you hustling and you in the gym 10 times out of the seven day week, Mm-hmm. Like, listen, he hustling. I I can't take nothing from him. He working for it because you know what? He's advancing his puncher's chance. Yeah, he's it. It's not just a puncher's chance. He trained. He pushed for this. He worked for this. He grinded for this. Despite what any commentator can say and try to take from you with their little pedestal, uh, you know, godlike from sitting where we're analysis. Cool. If you ain't been active in the last ten years, I don't want to hear your opinion, motherfucker. If you ain't getting punched in the face and pushing and persevering at that moment, I don't want to hear anything from you. Mm-hmm. You know, like you're opinionated based in my theory, in my eyes. Yeah, you have the experience, but you ain't dealing what I'm dealing right now. Maybe my eyes ain't like yours. Maybe I got hit and now my retina's attached and I'm still pushing forward. Like, look at Michael Bisping. I just found out that's a, Mike, I was like, it was a fake blind. eye. 
Michael Bisping has is blind. He has one fake eye, bro. That was like six months ago. I found that out. I was like, wait, so wasn't he fighting crazy. for like three years? He was when, fighting with a fucking fake eye, bro. But that makes you question how good does the fight doctors do their pre-fight inspection? Oh, OD. I'm like, OD. aren't you supposed to I'm check like, for peripheral yeah, vision? Like, supposed to, I mean, what's up? Like, this, they do your, this. Whole, your whole job is to not let this man go blind. And like, I mean, this dude knew he had like this issue for like a while now from one of the fights. And then he just kind of kept pushing he like, found a way to work with it, though. And he found a way to work with it, and bro, and he, he became champion with it. You know what I'm saying? Like, UFC champion. And then he fought George St. Pierre, and he was fucking up George St. Pierre, bro. He looked really nice that fight, bro. And George St. Pierre, you know, fucking digs deep and just pulls through fucking, like, last last few rounds, bro. Well, like, George, oh, is an, George is a martial artist and an athlete. That do, you think, do you think George, George and Khabib are going to happen, even yeah. though Khabib retired? People are not going to like my opinion. So I don't want to see that shit. You don't want to see that shit? Boring. It's going to be boring? I mean, I, I know it's going to be... Let's, like, let's be real. I know it could be a George influenced me to fight. He's one of the fighters that I put on my influence list to mm-hmm. make me want to fight. Besides seeing Chuck Liddell, Rampage, and them when I first started watching MMA. Mm-hmm. Like, I even had the Mohawk like Rampage early in my career. So I was like, nah, I want to be these guys. George is one of the influences. But then I was like, I was watching. He... Fights are fucking boring, bro. Oh, yeah, his fights are. His fight, his, and yes, every his, fight his George boring, has yeah. is a championship fight. Mm-hmm. So, 25 minutes of rest, technical wrestling is fucking boring. I fuck, I, I find it, I know, I see how boring like it can be. Could you imagine that? But I find it, I find it like interesting, OD. It's interesting if you're interested in that aspect. You know what it is? Yeah. I might be biased because I like the striking game, but I like the mixing of it. You yeah, understand? Like the yeah, same yeah. way they try to tell stand up fighters, you got to mix it up. Tell wrestlers the same fucking thing. I don't think you should be able to win titles off of pinning mm-hmm. and get, taking a few big shots because you took six bigger shots than he took four. Like, that's bullshit. Like, you know, like, I, I think it's a little, oh, you kept him pinned down and he tagged him through time standing up. Like, it's bullshit. It's boring. As opposed to, I thought this was mixed martial arts. I didn't see any kicks. I didn't see any checking. I didn't see any combs. I didn't see any sweeps. I didn't see any knockdowns. I didn't see any throws. Mm-hmm. I saw a shot, takedown, lay and pray, tag. George, that interest in me was towards his retirement when he started training with Freddie Roach for boxing, mm-hmm. and he broke Koscheck's eye socket with jabs. I said, you shouldn't have been talking shit. If you're going to talk shit, at least prepare for the guy you're going to fight. That's what I mean. That's why I also don't talk shit. I'm not going to let nothing backfire on me like, you said you were going to do this and that. Yeah. And then you lose? Boy. <laughs> That's like, if you're talking shit, that shit, like, I'm about to wear that ass out, girl. And two minutes later, you're like, whoo, you want some juice? Now you're fucking embarrassed. <laughs> the world's like, I thought you could... I thought you could, because the world is watching. Yeah. I thought you could do, and now that highlight is on YouTube where you talk that shit. I don't do it. I don't do it. I do it when necessary. But George is boring. Khabib, technical. They have skills. I'm not taking anything. Mm-hmm. They're great martial artists, but it's not my cup of tea. Motherfuckers like Holloway, when he put his hands down in this exchange, Willamas, I was like, oh, God, this nigga's a madman. Max, Max Holloway versus the Alexander fight. Um, I think Lekanovsky. he got robbed. I think he got robbed. I think he got robbed. I think he robbed on that second fight. He his because his leg was chewed up, bro. And he he was he was kind of like broken a little. Yeah, bit. Yeah, but a leg kick, significant striking. That's what I'm saying. The judging. So because his leg was chewed, I'm like I felt like Max threw more combos. Kept him outside the jab the first three rounds. Mm-hmm. But and I think that's technically considered cage control. And it's like oh well, his leg was hurt and he got damaged. Like look at Nate Diaz, right? Scar mm-hmm. tissue galore. The second he bleeds. So you're scoring against him for significant strikes because he takes damage? Yeah. Like, I mean, if he's taking unnecessary damage, yes, you have to score for the other guy landing. But I'm saying like one hit, naked explode open, and now you're scoring against him. Yeah. Uh, that's what, that's what I'm saying. Like the, the judging has to do better. Which is why well, I, I guess I'm happy like Nate was stopped. Well, there was a stoppage between Nate, Nate Diaz and Jorge Masvidal. I'm not right? happy about the stoppage because I'm like... If you know Nate, I didn't think he was warming up. His fucking his. It was open. I don't. I, I'm not saying he was warming up because some people were. Oh, he's just getting warm. I'm like, you don't know shit. I was thinking the same thing though. I was no. thinking the same thing. I'm like, I was he, saying he, he can do it. Yeah, that was the difference. Like, I wasn't saying he's getting warm. Like, Masvidal is applying the pressure he's not used to. Yeah. Like even with Connor, Connor wasn't applying the same pressure. Masvidal was applying a pressure he wasn't ready for at the time. Like, like early on bleeding. Nate by the second or third round is already leaking. Mm-hmm. Not first, second, like he's gashed open and now he he's rocked rattled in the first second. Like Nate is collectively gathering damage. But the thing is, he triathlon trains so much that he can take you to deep waters with it where you like, yeah, I'm winning. 
but it's also diminishing and disheartening to the fighters doing damage when you see the other guy keep coming forward like a fucking T23. You're like, why does he keep... Coming like a fucking Terminator. Yeah. You're like, why does he... There's no face on him. His mm-hmm. nose is broke. His eyes busted open. His teeth are coming out and he's still coming forward. Yeah. And then he uses his technique. Your boxing, his jujitsu. He didn't ever have the opportunity. I was like, I felt like they should have let the fight go one more round. It was already what? Third round? Fourth round? They should have yeah, let, let go in the fourth and see what happened. If it looks really bad... I feel like there should be a card, like the ref can stop in, the ref can stop it, mm-hmm. then that's up to your corner to make that judgment call. I know they know his warrior code, let him die on his shield, yeah. but protect your fight, throw the towel in. They should have let the fourth round go, but it wasn't what everybody was saying. Oh, he's warming up. Like They took a lot of damage early on for no re- for what he didn't need to because the pressure he wasn't ready for. Yeah, I want to see that again because maybe now he trains different this time around. I, I, I'm, I'm definitely looking forward to that, and um, but also we do kind of need to... Finish the episode because oh. yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Edwin's, Edwin's got, a, got, a, got a thing to do. But yo, if there's anything you want to say to the cameras or anybody watching, like, you know, right now would be the time to say it. Yo, keep our eye open for Last Man Standing Apparel. We're going to do it. We're working a collaboration with Last LMS, Man Standing. LMS. Um, I was supposed to fight this month in November and we got canceled. So keep our eye open for more fight updates. I'm aiming for Bellator in January. Yeah, Once I get that confirmation, holla at me at, at the mechanic. At da underscore mechanic underscore on Instagram, mm-hmm. uh, you can find me if you're a Facebook person, uh, Jerome the Mechanic Mickle, and we can go from there. Uh, about to start getting back into training clients every now and then. You know, I'm always in a different hustle, so uh, my my work speaks results. I've de- I've dealt with dancers and got their bodies in shape. I've dealt with bouncers right. and got them in shape. So holla at me on that tip. Yeah, uh, liquor to go. I got that service too. I do that. I do it. <laughs> yo, I'll leave I'll leave everything in the description down below for sure, man. I mean, like, yo, just training with you, I've seen like just in and it's only been like a like probably like a handful of times sometimes, but like just watching you fight, it's like an honor. Like I feel like I learn and I feel like I can see the way you learn when when we're training together. And I'm like, it's helping me progress. So yo, if anybody trains with this man, bro, you're gonna be a bad motherfucker out of like one out of like an hour session. No funny shit. We rolled we rolled like once. Yeah. Right. I learned a lot from that one fucking role, bro. And I'm a blue belt, you know. So That's it's like you're supposed to learn. Either even if you're more experienced, it's a learning experience. It exactly. shouldn't be just hurt somebody. Because now I have no partner to train with. Stupid. Exactly. Exactly. So all right. Thank you, G- thank you, ladies and gentlemen, for joining us. Don't forget to leave a like, comment, subscribe down below. Anybody joining us in the Apple, Spotify, don't forget to leave us a five star review or whatever if you made it this far, bro. So yeah, look out for the next one. Peace.